And welcome back, everybody. It's been a while, probably about 10 days since uh, my last episode. I've been buried by work over the last week. It's uh, the most work I've had at this new job ever. And um, between having to balance the amount of time I had to work every day and baby duty, uh, I just really couldn't find the time or the energy uh, to uh, put out a new episode. But here I am. And I figure, you know, what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to not skip weeks anymore. Even if I have to put out a five-minute rant about something, I'm going to put something out there. Uh, I don't like leaving you guys hanging all, you know, all uh, all 15 of you. I've got tens of listeners out there. But, um, but yeah, work has been... Work's been going well. Uh, it's picked up. Really busy. Probably busier over the last maybe three months than we've ever been. And so I use my smartphone for my job. I use my iPhone. And it's getting to that time in my phone's lifespan where the battery is starting to become an issue. And then I'm using it, and it just seems like the battery doesn't last as long as it used to, and, uh, you know, part of me, part of me thinks this is something that the engineer, but, you know, to get you into a new phone, but I don't really want to get a new phone, because I've only had this thing for maybe a year and a half, if that, and, uh, you know, phones are just getting too expensive, I mean, phones now are like, you know, your your average phone's probably seven fifty eight hundred dollars, and I mean that's how much the iPhone ten R costs. That's the entry level iPhone. But you know you're going to spend a thousand twelve hundred dollars on the next level up from that. You know if you want the if you want the bells and whistles and shit and you know that Samsung Galaxy Fold, that thing was like two thousand dollars. I mean you're getting into laptop pricing at that point. And, you know, it's just like, like <laughs> and, and with these phones getting more powerful, people want more battery life. And so you're getting these big batteries, produce more heat. You know, the processors have to get faster. And, you know, those, as the processors get faster, they produce more heat. So I don't know where, going, where they're going with smartphones. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just hesitant in general to get a new one every couple of years. I want to see if I can stretch out the use of this current smartphone for as long as I can. But I've never really been one to be on the cutting edge. Generally, my tech purchases go um, along the lines of I will buy probably the the mid-range whatever. I buy the mid-range TV I buy the mid-range monitor. If there is an iPad, I buy the mid-range if they have it. Although I think Apple's doing this thing where they just said, okay, well, you get 64 megabytes of, or gigabytes of, (laughs) gigabytes of memory megabytes. I said megabytes. Because you can tell when I was born in fucking 1979, talking about megabytes and shit. That's when I learned about computers. Um... 
speaking of, I, I remember buying my first hard drive uh, for a computer that I built, and uh, it was eight gigs, and it cost three hundred dollars. This was probably twenty five years ago, maybe. Anyways, um, yeah. So let's say, well, you get sixty four gigs of memory or two fifty six, nothing in between. We're gonna upcharge you for that. But you know, I'm getting to the point where I, I don't, I don't want to have to upgrade my phone every two years. It's enticing to do so, but like I said, phones are getting too expensive, and you know they're 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 sort of going going into gimmicks now, right? I mean, they're going into gimmicks. Like, how many fucking camera lenses do you need? I don't I don't need six camera lenses on the back of my phone. I don't need my phone. Like, my phone right now is 6.1 inches. It's about as big as I, I want it to get. It's, it's sort of the perfect size, really. I can, still, I can still text with one hand. It's big enough to where I don't have to put the screen up to my eyeballs to read some of the text. Um, but, you know, they're, they're going into these gimmicks now. I think I heard Motorola is coming out with a new Razer. I think I saw a phone where you can, uh, you know, the the screen the screen flips like sideways or something. That might have been the Razor. I don't know. And then you got this Galaxy Fold, which was a complete disaster. Um, and you know, really, all they can do is, well, what can the OS do for you? You know, all these smart um, systems connected to your house. I'm, I'm not really down with all that shit. So. Um, I don't know. We'll see how long this thing lasts. Um, but I was on the job the other day and my, my battery was just, it just died. So I had to go out to my car towards the end of my job and charge my phone for 15 minutes. But we'll see how this goes. Um, so I was finally got around to washing the, one of my cars today. Um, because I really haven't had time to do anything, and it's, it's actually it's my work car. And I'm not going to bore you with a story about me washing my car. That's not what this is about. But it reminded me of something um, that I see oftentimes when I go to the car wash is people who use that fucking brush to wash their car. People, when you go to the coin-op car wash or the power wash, don't use the fucking brush. It's, the, it's one of the worst fucking things you can do to the paint job of your car. All right? Just don't use it. Just stop. Use the spray washer. If there's any leftover dirt on your car after you rinse it off, I mean, shit. Go get a bottle of instant detailer and spray it down and then wipe it with a good microfiber towel or something. Just don't use that brush. I've seen people use that brush on really nice cars, like expensive Mercedes and BMWs. And it just get, it just tells me that these people don't know shit about the cars they drive. They just want something really nice. You know, They just pay other people normally to clean their and wash their cars for them. But because of COVID or something, maybe they're forced to fucking go to their own car wash. Um... I also remember seeing, uh, this was 
a few years ago, I saw a guy at a BMW, not or in a BMW. This is at a gas station in the middle of the night. And this guy, so you know those those squeegees that they have at the gas pumps to clean your windows with the window washer fluid inside of it. This guy, he squeegeed his entire brand new BMW. So he just took the squeegee and he took it to the surface of his paint and he squeegeed his car, his whole car. So he took the sponge to wet down his car and then the squeegee to dry off the car. I watched him do almost his entire car. And I was looking for the camera at the time to see maybe if he was just fucking with people and wanted to put a video out. But no, this dude was completely serious. I don't know. Maybe dad bought bought the car for him. He didn't know what the fuck he was doing. But please, don't squeegee your car and don't use that brush at the power wash. It's stupid. The impulse buy of the day for me was a pair of shoes off Amazon. Uh, I have these old... Nikes that I haven't uh, haven't worn in a while. Uh, I have this habit of buying shoes, and I just won't wear them for a few years. So I'll get them new, and they'll sit in the box in the closet for a few years. And one day when I run out of other older shoes to wear, I just bust out the the new older shoes. So I got these shoes uh, from 2015. Uh, Nikes, they're uh, the, um, I think they're like the Nike Zoom speed trainer. And, of course, they stopped making them, but sometimes you'll be able to find some online. And I did, so I found a pair of these Nike Zoom speed trainers on Amazon. Uh, Allegedly size 10 and a half, and uh, I purchased them. And they were the last pair. And they might be the last pair of in existence in that size ever. I don't know. And so I was doing the internet search. And I found out that, um, you know, there's a lot of these shoes on eBay. And people buy, people list used shoes on eBay. I don't understand who buys used shoes. I mean, unless you're poor, which, gross, but whatever. But why would anybody... In, in their right mind, by used running shoes. Like, think about that for a second. Used running shoes. And some of these used run they're not lightly used running shoes. They're not like, hey, I wore them for a week, and uh, I didn't really like how they felt. So I'm going to sell these for, you know, 60% of what I paid for them new. Uh, my loss is your gain. No, these are shoes that obviously are five years old at, at best. Um, and they look like that the, they look like, uh, you know, they've, they've been run in for miles. Like someone decided, Hey, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to use these for training in my, uh, for training for my 5k, uh, yeah, I don't want to run 5Ks anymore because it's stupid. So here you guys go. Uh, my shoes are for sale. Uh, $37, please. Um, 
And some of these people who list them, they didn't bother to wash them, you know, because you can wash shoes. I wash shoes all the time. You throw them in the washer, you know, throw them in with some clothes so they don't tumble around so much, maybe make as much noise. Uh, and then you can throw them in the dryer, and they're just fine. But people are selling these old-ass running shoes on eBay. Like, who bought? No. No. Like, basketball shoes, running shoes. Like, why are you selling these new? Like, maybe weightlifting shoes I can understand. Uh, maybe, because I've used other people's weightlifting shoes. When I worked in gyms, the, the gyms that, uh, that I worked at, they had extra shoes for people because they, they had a weightlifting team there. And they just had shoes for anyone who didn't have them. And so they would share shoes. Uh, that didn't seem to bother me, I guess. But I just, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get why anyone would, would buy used running shoes uh, on eBay. So uh, since the last time I was talking to you all, I guess uh, the president got the coronavirus. He got the Rona. Uh, got COVID-19, and uh, I guess, uh, from what I'm reading, I guess the left um, decided that they wanted to do the completely uh, original thing of wishing death upon the president. Um, now, I've heard people say, well, you know, people on both sides say these types of things, and while that is technically true, I'm pretty sure, you can find people on both sides who say such things. Um, that's completely bullshit because uh, the professional left, blue check marks on Twitter, uh, they're the ones who are fantasizing about the death of Donald Trump. I swear they're the only people who could make recovering from uh, a virus of a pandemic seem like a bad thing. Um, because apparently uh, Trump uh, recovered in three days. Yes, our septuagenarian, obese, fast food eating president beat the coronavirus in three days. Take that, lefties. Jesus. You know... I uh, I don't really I don't really have that much of an opinion on this whole thing. Uh, I mean, it happened so fast, but everything that happened regarding the reaction was completely uh, predictable. And um, you know, I just I just like how you know people jump to conclusions about this. You know, um, you know, at first, uh, you know, he, he tested positive for coronavirus. And uh, they say, well, he tested positive for COVID-19. And well, the thing is, you can't test positive for COVID-19. You test positive for coronavirus. You get diagnosed with COVID-19. And from what I understand, the president had very, very mild symptoms. Um, and so he barely had anything, really. Um, but hey, you know what? The left is going to left. I just thought it was uh, a little entertaining uh, seeing them freak out over this whole thing. 
Um, speaking of Corona, um, the state of California being Gavin Newsom's office and all of their infinite wisdom released a set of guidelines for household gatherings because the our our overlords in Sacramento are now allowing us the the privilege of seeing our friends as if we weren't doing that already but hey whatever makes them feel better i think they're just bored you know i think they're just bored because i think people are just mostly carrying on with their lives Except for, uh, you know, the retarded liberals in places like Santa Monica. I was in Santa Monica the other day. Maybe yesterday. I think it was yesterday. And every fucking white person I saw walking outside was wearing a fucking mask. Like, outside, while they're walking. My wife brought it up to me that the city of Santa Monica mandates them outside. Yeah, who gives a shit? Who gives a fuck? You're not supposed to shit on the sidewalk, but Santa Monica allows you shit on the sidewalk if you don't have a home address. So, you know, if you don't have your ID on you, who's to say you have a home address? But I digress. So, the state releases new guidance for Californians to gather outside of their household. Um, uh, this, of course, does not include the uh, recent um, celebration at the Staples Center of the Los Angeles Lakers winning the 2020 NBA title. That happened just a few hours ago. Um, I'm pretty sure this, this is exempt. That, that is exempt. Um, so let me read for you some of these new guidelines. It says gatherings that include more then three households are prohibited. Uh, this includes everyone present, including hosts and guests. Remember, the smaller the number of people, the safer. All right, look. Um, if you gather with people more than three households, uh, something's wrong with you because you're not that close of friends with more than three fucking households or more than two households. Be real, Okay. I've got two households that I hang out with down here, and uh, usually it's just one household at a time. I can't keep track of that many people. I don't like that many people. So I don't think that's an issue. I think they're just saying, this is an arbitrary number. Let's throw it out there. Um, you know, Or you know, you could just be like uh, one of those households. That's the size of three households, you know? Who's to say? Uh, the second bullet point is keep the households that you interact with stable over time by spending time with the same people. Risk of transmission is reduced. Um, <clears throat> participating in multi-gatherings with different households or groups is strongly discouraged. Uh, don't people normally hang out with the same people all the time? It's like going to a restaurant. You just order the same shit when you go. Sometimes you get a little uh, you know, brave and adventurous and you want to try out something new, but then you're disappointed. You know? I find the same thing happens with friends. Hey, I'm going to go make some new friends. I don't like these fucking cunts. Fucking douchebags. I fucking hate them. 
So uh, no one's being um, no one's being promiscuous uh, with the households that they hang out with. Uh, number three, the host should collect names of all attendees and contact information in case contract chasing is needed. Better, okay, that's right. I need you to take all the names of the people that you that you talk to and that you hang out with and report it to the state of California. The fuck, fuck is this shit? The fuck kind of fucking communist bullshit is this? We need the names of the people you saw last week. The database says that you have coronavirus. Please tell us who might have it. The fucking stupid, man. Uh, gatherings that occur outdoors are significantly safer than no, no fucking shit. No shit, stupid. Attendees may go inside to use restrooms as long as the restrooms are frequently sanitized. I don't know of any public restroom that is sanitized enough for me to really use it. And I'm a dude, you know? Like, I try not to use it, especially... I don't take shits in public restrooms uh, if I don't have to. But... uh you know, I don't think there is any amount of sanitizing that makes restrooms safe from anything, let alone the coronavirus. Um, it also says gatherings may occur in outdoor spaces that are covered by umbrellas, canopies, awnings, roofs, and other shaded structures, provided that they at least three sides of the space are open to outdoors. I don't, who enforces this shit? Are we really going to send the cops out for this shit? Let's uh, read the rest of this shit. Anyone with COVID-19-like symptoms must stay home and not come into contact. Yeah, okay, we, we get it. We get it. This is the problem with, with the government out here is I think everyone is fucking stupid, which they are. State of California, the dumbest electorate in the country, fucking stupid. We vote to raise our own taxes for things like gas, and we, we think it's going to fix the roads, and then five years later, our roads are still shitty. And they were like, what happened to all the gas tax money? <sighs> you know, when the, the last time they raised the gas tax... I cynically um, opined that uh, they're just going to take the money and they're going to they're gonna put it in the general fund. And that's exactly what they fucking did the following year. It's <sighs> exactly what they did. And our fucking roads are still shit. Um, when gathering, face coverings must be worn in accordance with the CDPH guidance on the use of face coverings. I'm so sick and tired of these fucking masks, man. You know, I, I wear them because businesses um, require them. And, you know, and it gets to the point where, like, I wear them now, and I'm just wearing them under my nose because, um, you know, it's just like, I don't think anyone cares. I think a lot of these businesses put them up. As a formality, I've gone into some businesses with no masks 
or delayed putting my mask on hasn't been a big deal. I don't think the employees give a shit, but I'm kind of sick and tired of this shit, man. I'm, I'm, I'm just waiting for the day when, when enough people say, you know what, fuck this, we're not wearing our masks anymore. And then the, uh, the mask holes um, who live in fear and think that they're going to fucking die from this, um, you know, they just hold themselves up in their house for the rest of their lives and do us all a favor. I uh, didn't watch the VP debate. Uh, I was um, I was busy doing something I probably didn't give a shit about, but I didn't really feel like watching the debate, uh, mostly because uh, I figured it was just a foregone conclusion that Mike Pence would wipe the floor with Kamala Harris because she is a fucking retard. Um, but I keep seeing, I keep seeing people try and prop her up, uh, as something other than a retard. Listen, this is the same woman who called Joe Biden a fucking racist and yet runs with him as his vice president. I, I don't understand. Is he still a racist? Um, what changed and whose dick did you suck? But I'm reading posts by women. Um, I'm reading posts by women who are complaining about how Mike Pence uh, treated her during the debate, as if as if uh, what Mike Pence did was uh, because she was a woman. Uh, I guess what happened was Mike Pence interrupted Kamala Harris on many occasions, which that's what. That's what debates. That's what debates do. But uh, these chicks on social media are complaining about how much Mike Pence interrupted Kamala Harris. How arrogant Mike Pence sounded. Um, hey, dumbasses! It's not arrogance. Um, maybe you don't understand how a person sounds when they know what the fuck they're talking about. Because all you fucking stupid asses are out there talking like everything is a question. You know, like my name is Amanda and I went to the University of Michigan and then like um, I studied, I studied economics. <sighs> you fucking... You know, when you sound confident and you don't sound like a fucking questioning douchebag, yeah, to you people, it might fucking sound like someone's being arrogant. But no, that's just not how smart people fucking talk. Um, so they were complaining about that. And I'm just like, you know, I think these women just want special treatment. I think that's really what it comes down to. They don't really want equality. They want special treatment. Special treatment of a different kind, mind you. Because, look, uh, guys, we interrupt each other all the time. And we shit talk each other while we do it. Um, you know, and uh, look, we're, we're fucking assholes. And you wanted a seat at the table, so we're going to treat you like... We treat other dudes. 
And the thing is, we still don't show women to the full extent how we treat other dudes. By and large, we're still very constrained. We treat you better than we treat other men. Um, but, you know, you're down for this equality bullshit until it comes to actually dealing with being on a level playing field. I keep hearing this term. What is this term? Um, mansplain. I fucking hate that term. It's stupid. Mansplain. Uh, because here's the thing. Um, you know, knowing what the fuck you're talking about knows no gender, first off. And uh, second, it's a very sexist thing to say. Mansplain. Uh, every t- anytime I hear anyone say, uh, use the term mansplain in any, any semblance of seriousness, my response generally is, you know, mansplaining wouldn't be necessary if uh, there were just certain things that women can't understand, you know? Um, but, hey, I'm the asshole for saying that. Um, because, you know, flat out, it's like, look, you want special treatment. And the thing is, women get kind of get special treatment by men uh, and by society in general, right? Because society, like, no one gives a shit about dudes. Especially dudes. We don't give a shit about each other. Um, you know, I've always said, look, um, if, 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 if the demographics for homelessness were flipped upside down, uh, it would be a completely different story. There would be no homeless problem. 70% of the homeless population are men. If 70% of the homeless, homeless population were females, we would have solved homelessness like Three days ago, there would be no homelessness. There'd be none. You know, and if, if you don't believe me, look at all the cancers, the, the cancer researches. Okay? Ovarian cancer, breast cancer, all of these cancers that mainly afflict women, a lot of, a lot of research dollars go into. You know, there's a lot of treatments for that. So, you know, they have races for that shit. 5K for breast cancer or whatever the fuck it is. So, you know, my idea is seeing that it's 2020 and men can have cervixes, well, all that means is women can now have prostates. So women can just identify as dudes to have prostates for the time being And we'll find a cure for prostate cancer in no time. Ladies, get to work. Take one for the team, okay? I'm pretty sure that you'll be able to, uh, you know, get your boyfriends to to check your prostate for you uh, every once in a while. Yelp has decided that uh, they're going to get more woke um, and creates uh, a somewhat of a racist designation for businesses that get accused of racism. Okay, accused of racism. Um, and so what they're going to do is they're just going to put a big, fat, scarlet letter on that business. Um, you probably probably won't get rid of it until you pay them money, because that's what Yelp does. But... Um, 
Yeah, I can't. I can't see how this would go wrong at all. Um, I, I think maybe at a certain point, seeing that this is making the rounds, it's it's just going to have the opposite effect. And what's going to happen is uh, some asshole is going to complain about a business being racist, and um, Yelp's going to slap them with their scarlet letter, and people who know it's bullshit are, are going to flock that business. They're going to flock, and they're going to have, they're going to make more money than they've ever made because this is fucking stupid. But you know, the way I think about it is. Um, you know, it's, it's this, this whole branding businesses as racist is going to make it uh, much easier to find really good Chinese food. Uh, it's going to, yeah. So it, it's, a, it's going to be a great way to, uh, filter out who has good Chinese because what's good Chinese food? If you don't get the authentic racism that comes with going to a Chinese restaurant, am I right? Am I right? Asians are hella racist, by the way, if you didn't fucking know. Um, Passive-aggressive racist is really what it is. But um, be on the lookout for that, all right? If a Chinese restaurant is designated as racist, they've got some fucking bomb mushu pork. Uh, it reminds me of this time where I was at a sushi restaurant. This was some years ago in Los Angeles when I lived in Miracle Mile. And my wife and I were in there, and there were only three tables in the restaurant. Three, three tables that were, that were um, seated in the restaurant. It was my wife and I. It was another couple and then there was this other table with maybe six people. And we walk in. And um, I could hear this table's conversation from across the, the room. Uh, and, um, you know, they wouldn't shut the fuck up. And about halfway through our dinner, they leave. And I look at this sushi chef, the sushi chef and I. Make eye contact, and he has this, this he has this um, he has this dejected look on his face. And for you people out there who understand sort of the 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 look of Asian disgust, um, that'll that'll give you a visual. But the sushi chef and I made eye contact, and he looks at me and he shakes his head and he says, "I would never understand a black people." They are sold out. And that's all he said. And um, I, I, didn't, I couldn't re- really respond to that uh, in any appropriate way um, because I'm pretty sure that uh, laughing hysterically would have been frowned upon by just the other three people who were in the restaurant. Um, but yeah, he just, the, the dude just said it matter-of-factly without shame. And uh, just went on about his work. So what's what's what else is going on? Let's uh, let's so finally finished uh, whatever season of the blacklist. This latest season of the blacklist. And uh, I really enjoy the show. It's gotten a little weird. Um, and I think with a lot of shows that are this many season in, seasons in, it's become a bit of a sunk cost 
for me, I think the, the quality has declined over the past few seasons. Um, sort of like maybe The Walking Dead. I, I still watch The Walking Dead because, again, it's, it's, it's the whole sunk cost thing. I've already watched. I've already come this far. I may as well see it through to the disappointing end. But we finished this latest season of The Blacklist. The last, the last episode was sort of a, it was a, a partially animated episode. And, um, and, I, and I, guess, I guess what happened was uh, the lockdown hit. And um, they couldn't they couldn't re- they couldn't film all of the scenes in person. So what they did was they animated the scenes they hadn't shot yet. And the animation they did um, was sort of this cell shaded comic book looking thing, but it wasn't great. It kind of looked like PS2 graphics. Um, and uh, think I would think of like uh, what's that fucking thing, that video Sly Cooper, Sly Cooper, um, that 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 quality, and it wasn't that distracting, and it was probably a good thing for some of the actors because they got this Asian chick on there that they brought on for this season who is clearly a diversity hire because he's fucking terrible, and I, I you know the, the the great thing about the <laughs> The animation was it just it, you know, it sort of took it distracted from the fact that she's a terrible actor. So I thought that was I thought that was interesting. I thought it was kind of cool in some ways. Uh, but it's uh, but the season's over and um, I don't know where they're gonna. I don't know how much longer they're gonna do the show. And um, which really sort of brings me to the the main protagonist, which is Agent Elizabeth Keene who, um, by my accounts, is the worst FBI field agent in the history of television. I don't know if you've watched this show, but this lady gets her ass kicked um, about half a dozen times a season. And I don't know how many full-on, you know, full-on punches to the face she's going to take from grown men or how many times they're going to sit there and try and make her look like she can fight uh, grown men, but, um, she is terrible. She, she'll just run into a situation. You know, she won't clear the area. She doesn't clear the corner. She just runs in and I don't know how many times she's been ambushed and just gotten the fucking shit knocked out of her. The worst fucking agent ever. She's terrible. And it's hilarious because it just never stops. And I think maybe they're just making it a running joke. I don't know. But, you know, and I, I really wish that Hollywood would stop with this whole thing of, like, women beating up these, like, grown-ass dudes, man. It's like women, and here's the thing. There's, there's a certain level of suspending disbelief that is inherent to watching this stuff, but it really can only go so far because... um you know, now in real life, we got women with the rise of mixed, mixed martial arts. Like we know what these women look like. These chicks could probably beat up maybe, you know, eight out of ten guys, especially guys who didn't train. You probably just beat their asses. So we know what they look like. Hollywood cast these chicks beating up dudes who don't look like they can do seven honest push-ups. How am I supposed to believe this shit? 
And listen, I'm to be fair, okay, to be fair, I think at a certain point, we need to stop casting 60 and 70-year-old men to be our action heroes, right? Like, how many more fucking Taken movies are we going to be subjected to? I love that series, by the way. I love Taken. I love Liam Neeson. But I'm like, dude, you're 65. How are you beating up, like, four 200-pound dudes in their fucking 30s? I don't get it. You know? Like, are you, are you going to do, like, Taken 4, Taken a Break? Where he's finally in a nursing home and he's like, I'm looking for a very particular set of medication. Medications that constipate me. <laughs> Where's that plot going? It's the same thing with, with uh, uh, Sylvester Stallone. He's like 73. They keep casting him in these Rambo movies. I'm like, dude, come on. At what point... What, at what point is Sylvester Stallone gonna gonna be cast in his rightful role of recovering stroke patient? Okay, I'd like to see that. I think he might even win an Oscar for it because I didn't have to work that hard as an actor. All right, that's enough for me. Again, thank you to my tens of listeners who tune in and uh, you know allow me the. Um, you know, the privilege of talking your ear off. Uh, I will be putting out another uh, episode this time next week, be it five minutes or 41 and change, which this one is. All right, everyone, good night, and I will talk to you next time.